You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your co-host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on all social media at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. More important than that, please, please, please follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast. We are also on Facebook. We're also on Instagram at CRS Podcast, clockradiospeakers.com, powered by Tumblr. You can get all previous 300-some-odd episodes there. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, the streets, the gym. Uh, where else are we at, Doc? You listen to podcasts at the gym? No. I do. <laughs> I, I, I know somebody who I, I did at one point, but no. I'm, I need ignorant I need ignorant hip hop in the gym. Are are you uh do you have like a are are you more like modern day ignorant hip hop? Do you like your old school stuff? Like what do you have a do you got do you have a go to playlist or do you just put whatever's on Spotify? A little bit of, I mean, I've got, I've got two playlists. So mm. I think I have like a more like, maybe like 2000s okay. playlist that has like some MOP, some Lil John stuff like that. Um, but then I've also got like, wait, do you remember that Lil John and MOP record? <laughs> no. <sighs> Lil John. MLP. If you ever wanted to kill somebody. <laughs> is it called uh, Heads Off My? Not yeah. Knocking Heads Off, yes. Is, what what era is, is this? Uh, this is like 2000. I think this is on the same album as Bia Bia. Okay, we start with some sirens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is like when MOP was like undefeated. It's weird to hear MOP on Little John like drums. It is. <laughs> it's a little daunting at the time, but yeah. Know. Yeah, MOP is good for a, for a gym playlist. That's pretty, that's pretty straightforward. Yep. Oh man, you know what I just realized? Speaking hmm. of, just just popped in my head. Did we miss the uh, re-release of um, no, of Pharaoh? Uh, Pharaoh? Yeah. Yes, we did. Is he selling yes, that uh, vinyl anywhere? Ah, uh, is it directly through him? Oh, oh man, man, man is, don't give me yo. This, this is this, this week is amazing. This is amazing that I can actually go into Apple Music and just pull up in- Internal Affairs. Oh, I love it. I'm, this has been a really bad week for commerce in, in myself. How so? It really has. Uh, here we go. Fat Beats. Yeah, Fat Beats has it online for twenty twenty five dollars Yeah, I might have to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what it is? I'm, I only have, how many rap albums do I have on vinyl? Like three, two? I have a Quimini and a Blueprint. Oh, I got a whole gang of them over here. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I just, I don't know if I like hip hop on vinyl. I'm not sure. And maybe it's just the aesthetic that I've created with my vinyl in the house. That may be it. Um, I'm not actually listening to the vinyl. See, yeah, right, right. That may be it too. It's just like, it's collecting it. Yeah. You know, red, orange, like, you know, the pressing is really dope. Like, sure. Yes. Yeah, nobody says, yeah, I want to hear want to hear this Feral Munch album. <laughs> At least on vinyl, whatever. But what's up, Doc? You ain't even introduce yourself. Sorry, we talking about Feral Munch already? Yeah, yeah. We're getting off to a good start. Uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter if you want, at Doc underscore Beats, S not a Z. But like Armand said, just follow the show at CRS Podcast. We are everywhere. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so back to this Feral Munch. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so Feral Munch. <laughs> do I want to buy this right now? $25. Oh, the, wait, the vinyl's not even coming out until December? Oh, wow. Interesting. You know what that means. It means, oh, I know what it means. It means that they're going to press up exactly as many as they get orders for. Correct. So there's a real incentive there that if you want this, you should go buy it. You should go ahead and go get it. Yeah. Right. This is not going to be one of those where you see them like hanging around on Amazon.com years later. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I messed up with that. There's some albums that I should have gotten like limited pressings for and now they're they're ridiculously expensive because they're being resold like i want 444 on vinyl they have a they uh i think he pressed them up like clear Hmm. yeah they're like 50 bucks i've got i've got a whole bunch of you know first wave woo albums on vinyl as you might guess um do i have any j albums on vinyl i don't know i would get reasonable doubt on vinyl 
Yeah, all of Jay's albums are expensive on vinyl. Yeah, I bet. Hmm. All right, man. So uh, what's up with you? What's going on? <sighs> Dang, what is up with me? How's a uh, lot and nothing at all. Anything you hurry, want? Anything, hurry up and wait. Anything you want to talk about with regards to uh, any projects coming up? Okay, so Snooze Button Five is done, all recorded. Got the last mix back. Everything is good. Um, I haven't like sequenced it, but I'm not worried about it. That'll take five minutes. Um, and me saying that means it's going to take two hours. Yeah, I was just going to say. Uh huh. I'm waiting for that. I'll, yeah. I'll wait for the text. <laughs> um. I'm just waiting on the cover. I talked to my graphic guy, so hopefully he should have that have that pretty soon. Um, so, I mean, I, I was wanting to put it out uh, next week. I don't know if that's going to necessarily happen. Um, I think I might leak a record just like on good faith. Um, I think I might leak this this record with uh, myself, Taylor Gray, and, and Cambino. We wrapped over uh, Tyler Smuckers, and it's amazing. Um, thinking about leaking that I'm not sure yet I may leak it next week just to do that um, you know what, what you could do cool. you could put that up for our Patreon subscribers if you were, ah yes I could yeah I could do that I and could do that if you're not a Patreon subscriber you can go to patreon.com slash CRS podcast where every there week you get every time we do a show you get a pre-show and then we also do some other we do bonus shows we do other goodies and so we got other stuff cooking Oh yeah, Doc talk yeah, Doc and I talked about some uh some Patreon incentives uh coming up. And uh, I think we got some really, really good ideas. So yes. I, I have Patreon. an idea for one actually. I could just bring it for you on the show now if you if you're interested. Let's let's do it because let let's 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 get our subscribers, our supporters excited and let's throw salt in our non supporters' <laughs> face. So um you we're gonna talk about him in a bit. Uh your man uh, Kanye West is coming out with uh with Jesus is King, hypothetically, mm-hmm. theoretically. Um, I think I think it's coming. Out. I think it's coming out. But what we could do is we could review what could have been last year for folks. We could do for Patreon subscribers a breakdown of the Yandi stuff. Oh, absolutely! I asked you to do that. Like, <laughs> don't do that. Do not do that. <laughs> I sent you a text. I sent you a text like a month ago. I was like, yo, we should review this Yandi album. No response. Here I comes Doc re- a month you- later. <laughs> I look hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna go through my text right now. Hold on. Just search Yandi. Search Armand and Yandi. Armand. I don't even think you responded. You're like, I've got it. <laughs> How about <laughs> have you ever thought of? <laughs> All right, so you're up for that. So we, we I think we should do that. That'd be that'd be, yeah, that'd be yeah, interesting. Yeah. I would All love right. to. All right. Oh, also, are you going to well are you going to see the movie this well, week? Should we just talk about Kanye now? We might as well. Okay. So well, uh, we should tell. Let's tell them what we're talking about, and then we'll come back to, to Kanye. Because okay, the the theme of this show, and I, I think this is going to be a good educational show mm. because I tend I tend to gauge our social media response uh, when whenever we tease an episode. Like our audience that engages us on social media. They, they, I can kind of tell like if they're really into an episode or like, like it's good, but like maybe not engage worthy or whatever. Usually our definitive 15s are really engaging. Um, we didn't really get a whole lot of feedback for Trackmasters. And I dare I say, I think it's because a lot of people just don't know how much they've done. I, I do think we have a sect of our audience that is very intelligent and knows exactly what this is, or just well-versed. I shouldn't say intelligent, but well-versed in track masters, and they know what we're about to talk about. But I do think there's a, a, a decent percentage of our audience that does not know who the track masters are and how deep they run. And by the end of this episode, they're going to be well-educated. So I'm excited. Yeah, track masters is going to be interesting. Yes. Um, so we're going to talk track masters. Um, what else are we talking about? We're going to talk about some Kanye stuff. Your man Frank Ocean has a new song that neither of us has listened to. So we're going to listen to it live on the show and react. Yes. Uh, what else is going on? We can talk a little bit about... Um, we talk about your man T-Pain, who we don't really ever talk about on the show if you want. Okay. Real quick. Um, anything else? Uh, that should be enough because I want to give adequate space for uh, Trackmasters. No Wale this week. We, I just didn't listen to the album. I skimmed, but I didn't listen. Yeah, and next week we could we could we could tease this right now if you want. I mean, we kind of have to next week, right? I mean, we're gonna have a special guest in the show. Oh yes, 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 yes. A uh, friend of the show um, has not been. Not only has he not been on the show for a while, but he's been pretty quiet as an artist. 
Um, but we are going to have Jay Givens on the show. He just dropped his album Domino. Um, a lot has happened with Jeremiah since he was last on the show. A whole lot. And um, knowing his, knowing how candid Jay can be, I think next week is going to be a really, really good episode. So, so next week could be Jay Givens plus a Kanye review? Yeah. That's a big week. That's a big week. I mean, and that's cool because I, I don't want to do a show. Wait, no, that is my birthday week. Never mind. I'm doing a show on my birthday week. And I said it in my head, like, I don't want to do a show the week of my birthday, but here we are. <laughs> Whoops. All right. So your man Kanye West. Mm-hmm. So uh, he has the Jesus is King IMAX film, which was long announced to have a date of October 25th. Mm-hmm. And so uh, tickets went on sale for that. We talked about that on the show last week, actually. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Um, so it starts in some theaters Thursday night. So this is Tuesday night. We're recording this now in two days. Seems to be running through the weekend. Uh, at the lo- at the closest place to you that that has IMAX, uh, Armand, do you have tickets? I do have tickets. I will be going Sunday night. I uh, I will be going Thursday night with, uh, with okay. the first lady. We'll be there seven o'clock. Okay. So it was one of those things where I wasn't planning on going, and then Marissa was like, "Do you want to go see that?" And I was like, "Yeah," because <laughs> like I'm I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm interested. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting, man. And so because this has had the date of October 25th, I would say that like Kanye, some Kanye fans have kind of wondered, okay, you know, we haven't heard anything about Jesus is King for a week, for a little bit, and a little bit, like a week or two, like kind of went a little quiet. No, nobody was tweeting release dates or anything. People were kind of wondering, will he, will he have it done for the, uh, for the IMAX movie? And uh, he himself tweeted a date along with a picture of, I don't know if that's meant to be the album cover. I don't know if that's just here's what the vinyl could, would, will look like. Um, but uh, Kanye tweeted it. It's a really pretty blue. It's a nice blue. Um, other people who have credits on the, on the album. This is how you know it's really, like, really real. Like, this is the modern thing where, like, Armand. So, like, when you, if you tweet out, like, you're coming out with, you know, Kairos 2, God Only Shines on Sundays. Um, <laughs> and then, like, all the people who... Um, uh, all the people who like helped produce on it or who have features on it, they just their Instagram is just a picture of the cover art with the date. Like that's the like that's how you let people know. Oh, I gotta, I'm on that, I'm on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so like Timbaland did that because he has produ- he he did a, he did a whole bunch of sessions back when this was like this is post Yandi but pre Kanye deciding that he was gonna go. I don't know. Deciding is the right word before Kanye really really went i'll say it's a really weird phrase all in on his relationship with god or mm-hmm. found god in a new way um mm-hmm. so like there's stuff from like we'll say december ish uh where he was in the studio with kanye and so like ver- i'm sure like whatever version that whatever music they made then has been like stripped down and reworked but apparently still gets credits so we'll have to see what those songs sound like um so that you know that sort of stuff is happening which tells me this probably feels real yeah Agreed. Um, so man, so we're gonna have so there's gonna be a Kanye film in theaters. I'm sort of expecting like, well, actually, I don't know. Am I expecting something like the Runaway movie? Maybe not. But like, I thought, yeah, okay, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I'm talking a lot here, but like, I'm sort of I'm I'm trying to like temper my expectations a little bit, but like, I don't know. It's like released in theaters, so I don't know. What are you expecting? I have no expectations. Love it. No expectations. None whatsoever. Um, yeah, no expectation. I did hear that Nikki was pushing back on changing new body into a gospel record, which is why I didn't make the album. I suspect that'll be for the best. Sure. That's I just... get what that means in theory. I get new body, you know, new creature in Christ. I get it. Um, but I think because the song is the leak and we'll talk about it when we do this for our patreon uh supporters i think the leak has been has like kind of spread so far that like it's going to be really hard to change people's minds about that song mm-hmm. and nikki and people like people like nikki's verse on that record 
and Nikki wants to <laughs> Nikki's like no I need this <laughs> like put it out as is so also I don't know if she could necessarily speak to that hmm. that's yeah that's that's interesting so like because uh, hmm. I've heard you know I know some people who think that like if it were pushed the right way that might be that could maybe be a hit mm-hmm and so if you think that and if you're Nikki's team and you really like that song, do you do you try to make a deal with 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 Kanye and say, can we just take this for Nikki? Mm-hmm. I don't know. She could say that she just got married, so there's some right. newness going on in her life too. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, like after all the buildup last month with the you know the listening sessions and the Sunday services and everything else, like I'm just glad that it seems like we're finally gonna get some music. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, breaking news. Mm, we got uh, newest member to the uh, inside the NBA panel. Who is that? Uh, Dwayne Wade. Hmm. <laughs> I said the same thing about Shaq. Okay. I said the same thing about Shaq, so I, I won't say anything. Interesting. I won't say anything. Hot take. I don't hate Reggie Miller the way everybody else does. I hate Reggie Miller because of... When you watch the 30 for 30 on him and the Knicks. Top three. Top three 30 for 30. I don't understand how anybody could watch that and not walk away from that going, Reggie Miller is a vile human being. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. He, I love it. That's my favorite sports memory or favorite sports moment ever. He is a troll <laughs> and a bully. You really is. I love it. I love it. I love and, it. And I know that like we grew up lionizing sports bullies. Mm-hmm. But like to hear what I some guess of what, them. Yeah. There were some who got some who got yeah, some who got pushed back. Uh what was your boy's name that played football? White guy, defensive guy, spit in somebody's face. I don't even remember. I thought you were gonna say my boy Bobby Knight or something. <laughs> no. God no. And yet Bobby Knight had his defenders too. Of course he did. It's Indiana. <laughs> no people think no, Indiana, no shade to people think no shade Indiana's to the Midwest. But like parts of Indiana, it's like parts of Ohio. You're like, I don't know, this feels like Kentucky. <laughs> the Midwest is really weird. Some parts of the Midwest feel like the South, some feel like the West, some feel like the deep south. <laughs> <laughs> some you know, some feel like the East Coast. Like it is what it is. Yeah, what happens when you get close to Cincinnati? <laughs> Like there's okay, so like there are pockets of since I think since there are pockets of Cincinnati that feel really really like rural. There are because it's really close to Kentucky. Oh yeah, yeah. So, and Kentucky is Kentucky got some spots low key. Yeah, I'm not gonna slander Kentucky. They got a few spots. They had the, just, the best diner I've ever been to was in Kentucky. See, you're just you're just trying to make sure if you ever decided you want to like do a show there, you're all right. Man, I ain't need no security. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Your name's good in Kentucky? You're okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good in every hood. <laughs> I'm good in every hood. Anybody going to do nothing to me? Yeah, I'm not. I'm sure. Um... <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Get him. <laughs> oh, man. Reggie Miller's the worst. Um, Yes. No, so I, I, for me, I would say, like, my, my skepticism for Dwayne Wade is, I guess, number one, I don't know. I've never like every time I've ever heard a, a post game interview with him or anything. It's not like I've ever said, "Wow, that's somebody I want to hear more from." Um, but I think the other thing is they've like messing with that chemistry. That's not to be done lightly, right? Like I like you don't watch the you don't really watch NFL anymore, so you don't see this as much. But like some of these NFL shows, they've got like six people on them. Yeah, yeah. I did take a nap to um, to NFL on Fox this weekend. And yeah, it was like 15 people. I was like, Terry like Terry Bradshaw's still here? Yeah, he's still around. Like, man, that's crazy. Howie yeah. Long's still there? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Where's James Brown? He's on Fox. Okay. He just wasn't on the he just wasn't on that particular panel, maybe. I don't know. I mean, they got a lot of and you know, the, the new thing that they love to do now is they have them all like they, they want them like standing up. Like out from behind the desk. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, sitting down's bad for you. <laughs> Get them all standing desks. Yeah, get them standing. 
just a little mat. I got a standing desk for work. No, standing desks are fire. I'm just saying that's hilarious. I'm waiting on mine. I put it. I put in an order for my standing desk. God, a year and a half ago. Oh man! But I work for the government, so I'm, but that's but aren't you? Aren't you? Don't you know how the bureaucracy works and the right person to ask and? Absolutely. Oh no, no, no. We all submitted our orders through someone else. <laughs> you got to like go bring this person some coffee and this yep. person. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I mean, it took me a year to get my ergonomic chair. <laughs> a whole year. And then it took another six months for them to lift my desk. So I had a high chair and a low desk. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is, this is making it worse. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, what are we talking about? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're talking right. about Kanye. We're talking about Kanye. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, like we've said so much. At this point, I'm just like, I just want to hear the album. Yep. So I don't know. I guess we'll wake up Friday morning and see what happens. Hey, last question: Did yeah. you, um, when you got tickets, were yeah. were the how did the seat seating look? Was it full? Was it? It was like um, the be- like the middle seats were mostly taken. Yeah, but like there was still a lot of like seats available. Yeah. Sure. Okay. How about yep. oh, how about when Same. you got it? Yeah. I mean, literally the Sunday night show has four four tickets. Hmm. And it's the back to the back two in the middle. And that's it. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting, right? I mean, if the if we all hear the album and people are like, Oh my goodness. Right. Kanye's I would have liked to like <laughs> I would have liked to have seen if um how the um the uh, listening party was like was mm. that full in the in when it was in the theaters i'm really i'm really regretting that i really am i'm not i'm regretting that i didn't just try to go down to msg and do it there oh because no, like that's too, that's too much you know well, if you're gonna live stream it do i really want to go into a theater where they're just gonna run the same live stream and yes with a bunch of other people who are gonna like they're gonna like hoot and holler, and I'm gonna be like, "Could you, could you quiet down? I'm trying to hear the snares." Yo, there's no way you just said hoot and holler. <laughs> oh man, we are old. <laughs> Bunch of hype beasts, and I'm like, "Could you just quiet down?" That's also. I'm trying true. to hear the music. <laughs> yeah, there, there definitely would have been some, some uh, Kanye to the, right. <laughs> yeah. Definitely some f- people who actively post there, not people who like you lurk. That's fine. Lurking is fine, but actively posting. But yeah, okay, sure. Kanye, bet. What else? All what right. else we got going on? Your man Frank Ocean. Franklin Oceanic is back, kind of. He's got a new song. Yes. It's called DHL. Yes. I've heard, I'll say, mixed reaction. I haven't heard any reaction. Hmm. Other than he made a uh, uh, a gay club that has uh, like where you can get, I guess like I don't want to call it like help, but I'm trying to think of like I guess you can just party safely. We'll say that. Yeah. If you if you're if you're gay. Yeah. And that's in New York. I think it's in New York. New York, L.A. I think yeah. It's in New York. Yeah. He did it for like one night. Yeah. Oh, that was one night thing. I thought he actually opened up a club. Nope, he did it for one night. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let me go to Studio Fifty Four. Okay, and then he put out some merch because that's what you do nowadays. That's what you do. Everybody does the merch. Yeah, I'm. When do you, I was gonna say real quick on Kanye? He's gonna sell that blue vinyl, right? Yeah, it's already on. It's on shop.kanyewest.com. Oh, is it really? Yep, twenty five dollars. Okay. Hmm. I I kind of like. I kind of want, want it, it. <laughs> just because it's blue. Right. What if it's bad? That's the other thing that I'm afraid of. <laughs> so, uh, so DHL, which is uh, produced by uh, Frank Ocean, uh, Boys Noise, which is uh, like an EDM group, uh, Kanye's engineer Noah Goldstein, and uh, one of the dudes from uh, from Ink. Shout out to Ink. Okay. You uh, so neither oh. neither of us have heard this. No. Are you gonna play it? Yeah, I forgot. I was- <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. okay. So we know this, and just yeah. for maybe newer listeners of the show, because yeah. we haven't really talked about Frank in a while. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Is it safe to say that you are a bigger Frank fan than I am? That is very, very safe to say. Yes. 
Okay. Um, I I thought Blonde was fantastic. Uh, Pink and White is fantastic. <laughs> it's not even the best song on the album. That may be Frank's best song. No. No. Including Nostalgia Ultra. Nostalgia Ultra is overrated. You know, I'm not going to argue with you on that. Hmm. I think I think for the and but I don't think it's I think what happened was for the time it was great, but I think he's made better music since then that just kind of showcases like I think that was the best for that time. I think that what he's done cuz you know, I'm not the super big Frank fan, but like he's got some incredible records. Like his incredible on Blonde and uh, Channel Orange is way better than the incredible on Nostalgia Ultra. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But I don't know if, hmm, I think how it is, is, uh, is Sweet Life better than Pink and White? I don't know. Anyway. All right, here we go. Uh, DHL. Shout out to EMS. Shout out to UPS, USPS. <laughs> uh, no love for, for FedEx. Let's rock. Frank Ocean rapping. Um, when he's coherent, sure. <laughs> you know, if we're looking at, I mean, super rich kids, he's rapping on that. Some of the uh, some of the older Odd Future records, he raps on that. But this, this is this just reeks of. I, let me say this: I like the production. You like the production? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hearing it like out of the speakers into the mic. Sure. You know, I'm hearing sure. secondhand, but I think so. Yeah. Yeah, the the beat the beat was cool. The beat was cool, but like this this reeks of I'm rich and bored. It's a it's a vibe, man. Yeah, that's all it is. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Um, and you know what? To your point, though, I think Frank and his fans might be their own worst enemy. What do you mean by that? Like Frank represents a level of perfection mm. that, like, I don't think his fans will ever let. I don't even know if he's capable of achieving greater than that. He may be, but like, because when you hear about Frank, like his fans are rabid, you know, and we're seeing that more and more nowadays, right? Like, I mean, that's, that's, that's what it's all about, right? Where we, like, we're, everything just encourages like fans to become like more and more. And it's all tribal, right? Like, Extre- it's all, yeah, like, extremists. Like, this yeah, is my, this is my yeah. favorite artist. How dare yep. you? Yeah. Right, like what we used to think sort of as like, oh, you know, like Beyonce's fans are this way or, you know, Rihanna's Navy or like Lady Gaga's fans. No, no, like that is now like the standard. Yeah, agree. And then some artists like, and then there are different ways to play into that, right? You can be cryptic like Frank is. You can be like totally open with your life and do everything on social media. You can like, there's different ways to get at that. But like, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, agree, agree, agree. I mean, like, what can Frank do at this point? Is it just like, he, so is he doing next, like a movie? I, to me, I think like, um, I think we. So you asked, what could Frank do next? Um, I think his last two projects, and I don't count um, whatever that. What was the thing? Oh, endless. I don't really count endless. Um, what? What was it? Endless. 
Oh, endless, endless. Yes, I agree. I, I don't, I don't count that, but um, I don't think that um, his his actual two. I don't think Channel Orange and 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 Blonded. I don't really think they sound much alike, right? He has mm. he he's made two different sounding albums. So, and you know, part of that is there's four years between them, right? Mm-hmm. So it's been three years since Blonded. So I guess for me, it's kind of like it's it is a high level to to achieve where it's like, does he have more variety or is he going to make like something that sounds like blonde part two right right agreed but you know i mean the first time i heard nike i was like "Mm, is this it i love nike nike is great it's cool (sighs) (laughs) sorry pink and white is You, you love pink and white i do i do when you have uncredited Beyonce background vocals, <laughs> I think that was just a flex, and it's and it was funny, but no, it's a great song, great Neptune's beat, like it's a great record. Okay, anything else you want to say about Frank? Nope. Okay, um, you we well, you mentioned this before in the pre-show when we were talking, but um, you you talked you this this came out I think was it today it came out about T Pain canceling his tour. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, T-Pain just took the Instagram and announced that he uh, was canceling his tour. T-Pain's been on a, a really interesting run as of late. He's kind of been on a nostalgia tour, but, like, he hasn't he hasn't really puffed himself up about it. It's like, give me my flowers, but let me also tell you, like, what, like, the ins and outs of it. I mean, you know, like, admitting that he didn't charge for any of his, his hook features. Um... And like he was kind of expecting people to return the favor and a lot of people didn't. Mm. Um, so when you go back and you go through those T-Pain records, like woof, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm sure, I'm sure he got paid on the back end, but you know, it's, it's, I'm sure his royalties and all that stuff are, are ridiculous, but yeah. I, I, so I guess as an artist, as an independent artist, and as just somebody who's just been obsessed with, with music and then, somebody who is just increasingly frustrated by like the, the malarkey and the lies and the, the embellishments and, you know, all the stuff that goes on nowadays, not just in music, but just in culture. I really appreciated him going on Instagram, turning a camera on himself and saying, Hey, we did this poorly. And as a result, we didn't sell any tickets and I'm going to cancel the tour because it's not worth it. I appreciate that so much. Um, Recently, Chris Brown had a show in Columbus, Ohio, and the like a couple hours before, he's like, oh, I'm sick, can't do the show. And they canceled the show. Columbus was in an uproar. He took a day off. He just so happened to have a day off, I think, the next day. Or might have, actually, he might not even have had a day off. The next day, they were like in Indianapolis. That's two hours away. And he's like, oh, yeah, I feel better. And he performed. Um, come to find out, he had only sold 6,000 uh, tickets. And I say that because in the video, T-Pain is like, hey, my management told me to lie and say that I needed time. I needed to do something different. I wanted to yada, yada, yada. I wanted to make an excuse. They wanted me to make an excuse. I'm not making any excuses. We messed up. And I appreciated that so much. I really did. Yeah, it's interesting, right? I mean, I think we're so conditioned to assume that the worst, right? I think it, I think in a case where like I guess I don't understand why why more artists aren't just honest about it because mm-hmm. if you're not like what was the reason that Puff gave for why he canceled the, the the show that we were supposed to go see? Okay, so what happened with Puff was Puff had shoulder surgery, but he actually did have soldiers shoulder soldier surgery. Soldiers <laughs> he actually did soldier <laughs> surgery. Soldiers. <laughs> that had definitely, definitely a no limit. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be here in December. Um, he had shoulder surgery, but he had it in May. But yeah. he said he had it in September to cancel the show. Yeah. Like, we, nobody, th- uh, we're not dumb. Right. Right. Like, we can, <laughs> we can figure it out. You know, like, we can see, oh, a lot of seats available on Ticketmaster. I yep. don't know. It's not working out. But but Doc, who does that besides us? And, well, the, uh, right. and similar ner- and, and clock radio speakers listeners. Sure, but the pro like 
20 years ago, if nerds figured that out, well, first of all, how do, how, it's, it was harder to figure that out, but then it was harder for, for nerds to tell other people via social, there was no social media. So like, if you knew somebody who could figure that out, then your small crew might know, but like, it doesn't take much to like get stuff out there now, right? Yeah. It's the gift and the curse of, of, of this sort of stuff, right? There's no barrier to entry to sharing communication. And this is a case where it's like, look, like trying to have a mystique about why you're like not going to do something doesn't work. It's like, I mean, it never really flew in politics because, um, because journalists obviously were looking into it, but now it's even worse. Like if somebody ever retired, you know, if someone who's like in a, controversial position or works for a controversial administration or whatever if they're like yeah i'm, re- I'm uh, stepping down to spend more time with my family nobody believes that which stinks for right. the like the two times or whatever that people actually do it to be with their family you know right. what i mean because we you hear that and you're like yeah okay step more time with my family get out of yeah, here come on yeah come on chance <laughs> well right that, <laughs> that was what chance had said for, for his tour um only to pick his tour right back up the following week. You know, sometimes you're with your family and you need to get out on the road a little bit. <laughs> like, did they get on your nerves that quick? What happened? <laughs> you know, it's Come like on, uh, you uh, you say to yourself, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go spend the entire like winter break with my family. I'm gonna go home see my see my parents whole nine yards. Then you're there for like four days. You're like, all right, I got to get out of here. Yes. That was that was a yes. terrible idea. I overestimated this. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, didn't even, I didn't even tell you yet, did I? Nah, what happened? Seems official. Not 100% official. Seems official though, that I'm going to help move my mom and my brother out to Connecticut. Whoa. During, wow. Right after Christmas. Oh, my work closes. I have the time off anyway. So yep. my time off from work. First, I'm going to be up in Vermont with Marissa and her family. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go fly to Utah and then help drive them cross country. I'm going to be in my mom's SUV with my mom, my brother, and their two cats. It's 34 hours total of driving. Yikes. I love my, I love my family. You do. But I might, need, you, to go on, the- I might need to go on tour. <laughs> Yo, so if anybody wants to book a clock, a live clock radio speaker somewhere between Utah and Connecticut that would help, like, you know, they would help with costs, like any of that stuff that would help Doc out, like, please hit us up at or, CRS Podcast. Or, you know, if you were looking to have, like, to book our mom, but have the full experience where I'm there as well, you know, like the second week of January, I might need a break. Just saying. Just that, um, one of the things that I'm planning to do after I drop all this music, I would like to see how booking a tour would go. Mm. Um, but like, I just don't want to do like a rap show. So I want people to be able to have options. So, you know, options. out of six cities. <laughs> so what I mean is like by six, if say I book six cities. Yeah. And two of those cities are rap shows. Two of those cities are Kairos Culture meetups. And two of those are clock radio, live clock radio speakers. Or if we did, or if I did like two nights. So one night's a clock radio speakers. We do New York. One night's clock radio speakers. The next night is a, is a show. Something like that. That'd be fire. Like, so expect to, hopefully, God willing, expect to be on the road next year. <laughs> At least somewhere. We got to do one live show next year. Yeah. We have to. Yeah. So I get the, you know, maybe, maybe Chance just had it. No, but, you know, I think we all assume with Chance, like, you know, like the album came out and it did all right. But, like, it seems really clear that, like, it's no stretch to say his out. I don't even remember the name. Oh, the Big Day. That the Big Day did not resonate with the culture the same way that Coloring Book did. Right. And it, I said this, you know, I said this before. I'll say it again. Like, I said this earlier today, like. I mean, it's the classic like sophomore slump, right? Happens all the time. Where like that because Coloring Book was his debut album, not this, right? So like, or even if it's not your debut, your first big success, and then you follow it up, and you're you're chasing that forever. That yeah. Let me say this, (laughs) and I think we need to talk about this on social media. We need to get this. We need to get this out. Okay. You were the first person to refer to chances album as his second 
and to refer to that album as a sophomore slump. But that's exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. He, we talked about overthinking like your debut album. They say it takes your whole life to, um, you know, to, to create your debut album and, and how, how crazy that is. Well, that was Coloring Book. Right. Some people would say, uh, would you say, okay, so would you say that was 10-day or acid rap? Um, Is he really on his fourth album? Is he the mad rapper? <laughs> and quite frankly, he's very mad. No, um, <laughs> may, uh, not exactly. I mean, I don't think 10-day is, I think you could just chalk 10-day up to, call it mixtape, call it demo, call it whatever you want. Acid rap is a little closer for sure, but I think the most important difference, and this is why like the sophomore slump maybe is not 100% the way to do it, but what's most important is like, it's when you have your first big breakthrough. It just so happens in hip hop that many classic breakthrough albums are the debut album for artists, mm-hmm. right? That is, a, that is a common thing that exists, but like um, it's not uncommon to okay, you've got this first thing that resonates with people. It's what you're known for. Now in the second one, it's got to be bigger. It's got to be better. You've now had some amount of time where things are more successful. You're not going to be rapping about the same things probably that you were rapping about on the debut. And for Chance, I mean, certainly he's rapping about like his relationship. And, you know, like he didn't spend his whole life trying to get to a debut album where he talks mostly about a marriage that he just had. That doesn't even make sense. (laughs) (laughs) he was very clearly rapping about the growth in his life since his last project which is fine that's to be expected but like you know is everybody on board with that i don't know right debut album but like there's time i mean the the it's actually it's easier to list artists who had follow-ups to their breakthrough that were successful because it's not a super long uh that met their expectations, right? So, like, would you say for Jay, did volume one meet the expectations after reasonable doubt? No. No. It was written and with for Nas. Mm. In retrospect, and we're gonna talk mm. about it was written today. In retrospect, maybe at the time it wasn't seen that way. At the time it was seen that way by I think, well, as it a, as a on sophomore the slump, you mean. Yeah, well, it depends on the audience. I think that like traditional Nas fans were like, nah. Right. But then it's it's clearly way more commercially successful. And it also includes um, one of, if not his most definitive song. For sure. I get, I get, I get all that. But like living up to that first album is hard. Always, always has been, right? Yeah. To that first breakthrough, I should say. So I don't know. It sucks for chance, right? But like, it's also hard because like, you know, and it'll be interesting to see what happens with like Lizzo on her next project, right? right? Like once you get to a certain level of success and like every time you go, every time you book a new show, you got to book like a larger place and, you know, you just think that it's never going to stop and you'll just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But like you plateau, that's okay. It happens. Yeah, I feel like a lot of these artists are going to face that problem really soon. I think everybody who's having a good year right now, except for Benny, is going to have that problem. So Lizzo, particularly Lizzo, the baby and Megan Thee Stallion. I mean, I think that they're in very, three very different situations, but I agree that they are going to have very interesting follow-ups. Absolutely. How do you figure, I get Lizzo because Lizzo's out of here, but you know, how do you figure baby and Megan are in different spots? What are the differences to you? Um, I still, I know what the baby sound is. Mm-hmm. And if I think you can argue that, like, if anything, he's just beating that sound into the ground. <laughs> I feel like Megan is still kind of leaving stuff on the table. Like, I mm. she hasn't really had it yet to me. Yeah, I think people like her and they like they what like she her. represents. And the production on Big Ol' Freak is like is a perfect counterpoint to her. Yeah. That's a dope beat. Right. The, a lot of her other production just sounds like sort of kind of generic production. Mm. I think, I think like 
it'd be interesting, right? She she could end up just continually chasing. I need another big old freaking another this, but like I still feel like I I see I I hear her music and I'm like, eh, there's still more to, that she could do. Gotcha. Okay, so you feel like baby is kind of like the baby is kind of baby. I think the baby is kind of exhausted himself. He's exhausted. Like he's gonna to ha- me, he's exhausted. This sound, but people yeah. like him. So like, right. I I hear him and I'm kind of like, okay, I know what. I've heard exactly what this era of the baby can and will sound like. Whereas with like Megan, it's like, well, I heard a little bit of that gotcha. and there's potential, but not quite there. And then with Lizzo, it's more just like, you know, she's at the point where like, now she's famous enough where everyone's suing her. That's how you know you've made it. <laughs> What's she getting sued for? She's getting sued by CC Peniston. Is she? For what? So she has a song called uh, Juice. Okay. Where... CC Peniston says that she is that Lizzo has ripped off the ad libs that sh- that that CC Peniston does on um, finally the ad yeah yeah, yeah 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 like that whole really one. yep yep because Lizzo does has a thing where she's saying like yeah, yeah, yeah like it's kind of like it but not really but like. It's one of those things where, first of all, I'm, I'm going to be fascinated to see how this goes, right? If it goes to court, like, are you really going to sue over ad libs? Because, my God, we're all yes. in trouble. We uh, we talked about that with uh, with Katy Perry and, and Flame. Yes. Uh, right. I mean, that that decision tells me that, like, it, Lizzo can't let that get to court. The floodgates are open. So, you know, CeCe Peniston wants, wants a check. Oh, man. We're, we're kind of at the place now where, like... And it's hard when you it, – it, it's almost funny. Like the old label system would have been better set up to handle this because in the old label system where it was like you have the machine behind the artist and you do the big setup and you've got all the people working the album. Like you could – because what I'm going to suggest is something that a label could handle better than a, like an artist that's kind of organically kind of growing. Or like what you almost need is when you get to a certain level of fame, you need to hire people to look at your stuff with an unbiased eye who know music and go, this is a risk. Someone might hear this and think X, you didn't clear Y, you need to take care of this now before it gets even more expensive. You know what I mean? <laughs> you say you didn't clear X. I was like, wait, what's DMX doing? <laughs> but you, like, there, because there's a, like, there's a very particular point at which like people will finally decide to sue you. Because like, listen, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of music that ends up that if it's independent, it's just not getting, like people just aren't really caring about clearing. Mm-hmm. So now it's yeah, like, it's, okay. It's a, it's, a, it's a conversation we're having offline, yeah. Well, no, not even that, but also you, you talked about Benny, right? Like, you know, they're not really caring about clearing a lot of that stuff. No. Now if Benny blows up. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's like, the thing. Blows so. Up. So here, so with um, uh, West Side Gun is, is dropping a Hitler Loves Hermes 7 or Hitler Wears Hermes 7 on Halloween. It's through Rock Nation. Like he's meeting with Rock Nation about this project. So I'm like, how does that change the sound? Just imagining some exec go, be, being invited to that meeting and they're like, they're, they're going to ask the question, D- could you change the title? <laughs> oh, you know that's happening. Come on. Hitler doesn't Hitler doesn't pull well. <laughs> pull. But it's a but it's a it's a brand now. It's it's snooze button. You know, like his fans are now expecting that every Halloween. So so who do you change it with? Is it Stalin wears supreme? <laughs> it's, you got to pick somebody who's controversial, but not like a murderous dictator, right? Because if it's controversial enough, whatever brand you pair it with, you're opening yourself up for the brand partnership. But as long as it's Hitler, Hermes is never signing on. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I don't know who, what, what dictator is like mildly. <laughs> what, what, what infamous dictator, dictator is like mildly offensive. I mean, Noriega loves Nike would be kind of there interesting, is. right? Right. Nike could there come on board for that, but then Nori's going to want his money. Absolutely. <laughs> Rick Russell won his money too. Cause apparently he holds him a hundred favors. hundred favors. Right. <laughs> Noriega. I like Stalin <laughs> loves Supreme. That's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. We got some, we got some, we got some places we can go. 
You got anything that starts with M? We could get Mussolini in there. Uh, I know I do. Oh, it's killing me. It's right on the um, Mussolini wears Margiela. <laughs> there we go. Because, you know, people think Mussolini, they think dictator, but they're not thinking Holocaust. So that's a win. I think Mays. You were Mays and Mussolini? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Mays? Like corn? Like you know. <laughs> No, not Maze like Corn or Maze like Frankie Frankie Beverly. Nope. Maze and Mussolini. Uh, thugged out in a team. <laughs> You've definitely been listening to Trackmasters this week. Absolutely. What's the name of that record that they have with the Neptunes? Like, And it was on a commercial and people thought it was like the craziest beat ever. And by people, I mean me. Wait, Maze and Mussolini. Yeah, hold on. I am searching Maze Thug, Thug Mania. Thug Mania. Do you remember this beat? No. Do you remember? That's all the Neptunes had to do in 2000 was just, it's the same Neptunes drums, but like their harder beats would just be like synth stabs. Yeah, that's, they definitely said, here's the Suckers Part 2 package. <sighs> Suckers Part 2 was hard. Suckers Part 2 was hard. I really wanted to rhyme over Thug Mania when I was like 16. <laughs> <laughs> Thug Mania. Yo, rappers are terrible. Why are rappers so trash? Yo, we gonna call this one Thug Mania. <laughs> just look at, I'm just listening to, I'm just looking at these song titles. Murder. It's not a game. Every day we gotta hustle. Now that you gone. Thugged out. Thug what? Planet. <laughs> Thug Planet. Thug Planet. <laughs> oh man, Thug Planet could, could definitely be that oh. could have been that could have been like the MySpace, like Black Planet. I was thinking it could have been like a part of like Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Noriega themed world. Yes. You take the kids to Thug Planet. Thug Planet. <laughs> oh man, the assignment. Ooh. Tragedy shows up to do signings. <laughs> And like Virgil, nobody's in line. It's like, like, why are you here? <laughs> oh, I got a headache. <laughs> oh, I got a headache. We hope you enjoyed Side A of this week's episode. Please check out Side B at clockradiospeakers.com.